What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Drunk Turkey Show. I'm your host, Daniel. Alongside with me, as always, is Big Blue. How you doing, Big Blue? You working tonight? I'm on call tonight. I'm on call tonight. That's why I can't drink. So, oh man. Um, but I did have a few this morning already. But <laughs> but I was by the pool. Okay, I was by the pool. I had two. So, uh, you were getting your tan on. Yeah. <laughs> I had to work on my tan, so when we hit that, that 50K, I had to do the truffle shuffle. That way you don't see my two-tone. Make <laughs> sure I even it out. Even it out, my man. Even it out. Um, <laughs> just make sure you're, you're using sunscreen, bro. The sun can be dangerous out there. Oh, yeah. And I know my kids learned that the, the hard way last, last week. My oldest got sunburned because she didn't want to put any sunscreen or, on her cheeks. I said, put some on your cheeks and on your forehead. Nope. And uh, she's peeled pretty bad, man. She had some some uh, acne kind of breaking out from the from the sunburn. So you know, oh, be careful geez. out there. Yeah, it can, it can be a dangerous one. It can definitely be a dangerous one. Um, the sun is, especially out here in Texas, man, it's just been so dang hot. It's uh, it's been crazy. Uh, but today, what we're going to be talking about is we want to discuss some of the footage. Um, hey, what's up? What? what? Speak of the devil. Hi, man. How you doing today? I'm good, dude. How about yourself, man? I had some stuff happen. Did you shave? No, no. I got a flat tire, so I had to fix that before I jumped on here. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to work tomorrow, so can't do that in the uh, morning. Yeah. Uh, understood, my man. Understood. Yeah. Work comes first. Work comes first. Well, I'm glad you can make it. It's going well. It's going well. Uh, so today, what I wanted to talk about uh, basically was the... Um, in the probable cause, there's there talks about a bunch of footage and cam footage. I wanted to look at the area and some pictures and see you know, what cameras are available in the area. Um, in the second half of the show, we actually had an interview with Claire. Uh, she is the uh, person or one of the persons that was um, releasing the Linda Lane footage. Uh, she's come forward. We did an interview or I did an interview with her about an hour, hour and a half ago. We'll be airing that interview in the second half of the show and kind of giving our comments and content um and our opinions on on said interview and and our thoughts on why the whole Linda Lane um you know footage was released who what when where and why the whole nine yards so that'll be on the second half but first I want to talk about the cameras that you know were you know that we know that there are in the area now we know that there was the um the Linda Lane footage um which what do you call it? Um, and captured the. Uh, give me one second. I gotta close something. There it goes. All right. So we know about the Linda Lane footage. They captured the turnaround at the apartment 500, um, apartment 52 on Queen Road, right? Yeah, yeah. 500 Queen Road, number 52. I'm sorry about that. So we're aware of that footage that's being out there. But the PCA talks about other footage. It talks about the vehicle turning in, turning turning around, doing a three-point turn at the intersection of King and Queen. And, well, we now know that this footage is is out there. Now, the first time that I saw this footage, uh, actually, Hyman sent it to me. It was from a TikToker who had posted it up on, on, on YouTube named mm-hmm. Sonia, Sonia D., she had this image uh, on her TikTok, and uh, well, she's going to be joining the show on Monday. So we're going to get some more information about this image, where it came from, what, you know, what's going on with it. So you might you want to tune in. So hit that like and hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. 
but this gives us a pretty good view of uh, that turnaround um, where that vehicle could be seen. Now, this vehicle here, do you guys think it has a front license plate or not? We'll start off with you, Big Blue, since you're all smiles and you're muted. Okay. This the, that one? The SUV, yeah, it does, because the light reflects on it. Would you say the same, Jaime? I concur. What about the vehicle back here? Mm. That looks like the back of the vehicle. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that doesn't look like it has a plate. Oh. It's kind of hard. It's too pixelated, too. All right. I mean, it could be paper plates. That way, that's what the reason of the of the glare or the reflection of the regular license plate. That is true. That could be that. It could be it could be a brand new car to the person. Maybe not new to the world, but new to this person. Yeah. And I ask is we suspect that this vehicle uh, that is seen doing a three point turn and entering in this area. Um, you know, you're probably going to get a good couple of images of this vehicle turning down this roadway. Uh, based on these two vehicles as a point of reference, do you think that investigators are going to be able to tell whether or not that vehicle had a front license plate? Also, based on the altitude of the camera, do you think they would be able to tell whether or not the vehicle had a sunroof? We'll start off with you, Jaime. I think so. I think so. Um, you know, license plates usually take a like they use any light to reflect right right yeah so even if it's um like pitch black the the lights from the car itself will reflect on other stuff so it should shine and plus the the altitude of the, the height of the the camera should be able to tell the if it has a sunroof because even that that car way on the you know the one that you said that about the license plate they didn't have one yeah. like you can see the top of the roof pretty decent yeah, yeah. That's true. That's so true. You can turning, see these vehicles. So it's, if it's turning around this way on towards the right, uh, I'm, I'm sure you'd be able to tell. And we have a $20 Super Chat. Thank you so much from companies coming clean, um, organizing, and decor. We appreciate your $20 Super Chat. Yeah, and as far you. as the source, uh, she did. We did an interview earlier. Um, we'll be playing that interview and going more in detail of what Claire had said. Uh, on the second half of the show for those that are just entering um, claire who is the um one of the persons who received the linda lane footage has come forward to us um, she has spoken with us we do have an interview that we are going to be sharing uh, on the second half of the show <clears throat> so just stay tuned for the first part we want to discuss uh, the camera situation here but yeah i i agree the the fact that you can see these vehicles you know from the you know, you can see their roofs. I would think that they would be able to tell if there was a, for instance, a um, a, uh, a sunroof. Uh, those are the things that we can tell from this this image that we can probably say with a uh, fair amount of accuracy would be probably accurate to the footage that the prosecution and the defense has. Like, for instance, let's just say that this footage isn't real or, or if the timestamp is wrong, let's just say it was taken... Um, I don't know, July 13th of 2022, yeah. and it's just been manipulated as so uh, November. Uh, you know, you would still be able to take information out of here. You know, the, the point of view reference, the height, you know, whether or not you can see license plates in the vehicles. Uh, but if this is accurate, I think there's another 
tall tale about this image that we can see, and that is that there are a lot of houses in this image that are active. Uh, one, you have this house back here, has three stories with lights on. That light is off, so you can kind of tell the difference between what a room with lights on appears to be and a room mm -hmm. without lights on, right? Yeah. Over here, you can see that our lights are on. So all these, this noise that can be heard on the Linda Lane footage, in my opinion, you know, before two o'clock can can also be attributed to the activity that's in the area. Yeah, it's probably noise pollution from different neighbors and whatnot. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so, uh, you know, just kind of food for thought, give everybody a kind of a, an opinion or an idea of what they're looking at. Man, even though the car is right in front of the the house, like you can't really tell what kind of car it is, but yet you can tell it has a license plate. <laughs> right? That's true, man. That's like, true. what is that car in front? Like, right in front of the, the stairs. That looks like a Chevy. Uh, I don't know. It looks like a boat. <laughs> that looks like the Chevy bow tie. That's the reason why I say it looks like a Chevy. But yeah, I want to say Traverse or Equinox. Could be. But like it's, it's, see how dark it is, but yet the license plate reflects from the light that's on the porch. Yeah, yeah right. it's because it, that's where the new license plates are made now. So when you go through the license plate readers on the highways at night, it just reflects, and that reader can read those plates easily. Yeah, that's why I hate going through Austin because I take the toll road sometimes, and they I always get the fines later for taking the toll road. So this is where that camera is located at. And this is the vehicle, or could be the vehicle that was parked in front of it. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, it does. It definitely does. See. So this is the day of. Now, <clears throat> that camera that is sitting right here, mm -hmm. in my opinion, would not be able to pick up uh, a vehicle attempting to park or turn around in front of the victim's residence. Uh, that is what is stated in the probable cause. After it does the turnaround in front of apartment 52, it comes down and attempts to either turn around or do a three-point turn. And then it comes to this intersection right here, which is the King and Queen Road intersection, does a three-point turn and comes back. So this camera here, in my opinion, would not have been able to have uh, picked that up. So there should be a, a different camera pointing in another direction, wouldn't you, uh, you know, expect that? Um, what, what do you think, Jaime? Oh, yeah, definitely. There should be. I mean, these are even like the here around my neighborhood, you know, it's a rural, it's not the best kind of neighborhood. So there's cameras everywhere, especially like those ring, uh, was it ring cameras? Is that what it's called? Right. Yeah. They're everywhere, man. They're, they're super, like, they're super cheap. You can buy them for like 50, 60 bucks now. Uh, with, yeah. you know, I mean, like everybody has one. You know, I've seen homeless people with some. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what homeless people would be doing with it. You fancy, know, I'm, fancy ones. I mean, putting it on their shopping cart or what? Yeah. <laughs> on their chest. I mean, just in case somebody needs to talk to them. Uh, this is an image that we got from one our good friend Mikey. Uh, he sent me a bunch of images, and this is one of them. And even this one here. So we have something here that looks a little bit odd, right? And if you go to Google Earth, this building mm -hmm. is is, um, is 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 blocked out. You can't see it. 
And I, I wonder why. I wonder why it is. And so, yeah, I think Amazon did something, especially they live in California. Of course, they have the homeless people have cameras, man. Mm-hmm. California pays them, uh, you know, like almost a thousand dollars a month to be homeless there. Hmm. And I mean, they get like three hundred dollars in food stamps. Right. Could that be a gutter? Like a oh, down spout? Like a spout? I mean, this part looks like the gutter. The yeah, down yeah. Spout, but but what, this part right, right here. Right in the middle, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it, it, it would be pointed at these vehicles. Yeah. Is what it looks like. So, I mean, if you were trying to protect something, an asset, it would probably be these cars. But again, this is also not showing the right um, the right angle because this is this is not in front of the house. So how did they know there has to be another camera down here? Yeah. Or, or, perhaps, or farther, farther down, right? Or behind us. Mm-hmm. Like behind what we were looking at. So maybe perhaps I think there's been some speculation that this house might have a camera. Yeah. Like maybe a ring facing down clean road. It also just depends on the ring cameras. I don't know if they can, uh, I guess, how the distance it will, uh, you know, turn on. I don't know how long, how how close you have to be for it to like, activate. Yeah, that's true. Well, I wonder if ring has it saving automatically, right? Like, for instance, maybe the, I know that there's a subscription, but you only get access to the notifications, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't subscribe or pay the subscription, then um, yeah. you don't get to watch the replays. But you're right. It's only the activations. I wonder if Ring has a continual stream that's downloaded to a server somewhere that law enforcement would have access to later. Yeah, because that would be a better view from that from that house, from that door, straight down the street towards the victim's residence. I agree. It just also depends if it's what kind of you know quality it is too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if the Linda Lane footage is any any indication, I mean, it it looked like it was a pretty good distance from, you know, this is Linda Lane. This is where. This is where that footage was at. Was right here, yeah. and this is where the vehicle was turning around. I mean, that's that's two parking lots. You know what I'm saying? That it's able to, yes. to, to see that vehicle. And and from that, and it's also elevated with a concrete barrier. And then the, the parking lot is, is, is lower and there's vehicles in front of it. And yet you can still see some minor details out of it. Mm-hmm. So I, I can assume that I would think that the footage that we have that's coming from 1112 King Road, the next door neighbor's house, probably... Um, would have clearer footage, better indication of what the car looks like, things like that, correct? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I just want to know where the camera is that captured something happening right here. So this is the victim's house, 1122. He comes this way and attempts to do a three-point turn or park. And I just I want to know if maybe there's a camera here that captures that. You would think because I mean this apartment complex is usually want to put cameras at their parking lots, right? You would think so, right? I mean, they normally have cameras by the offices or by the 
by the gym or by the pools. In case something happens after hours in those areas, they can always go back and view the camera, see what, what actually happened. Yeah. I mean, also, like, you know, like, it was people in that town go party to different houses. So, like, even if, like, the surrounding houses wouldn't have people in them, you know what I mean? Like, to be, like, like a witness kind of deal. Right. You know, because they're out and about, too. Yeah. It's a party town, right? It's no, yeah. no, you're right, dude. You're right. Now, there was a camera here, I believe. Now, this is the scene. So this may have been after they had confiscated the camera. I think I've seen the camera since. If this camera was facing out towards the street or, or this area right here, you know, it, it could have caught some things. But here's the thing. And, and, and I know and I can't remember where I heard it. But Christy Gonzalez had stated that, and she used the words that she would have thought that Kaylee would have, when she got home from the drug truck, would have taken the dog out. She said in other interviews that she sees when Katie, uh, not Katie, Kaylee and Maddie get to the residence. And so, and, and get off, right? I, I don't think that there's surveillance based on what we've seen that would show that. Because it's facing the opposite direction. It's facing towards the King Queen intersection. So it must be from this from this uh, camera that is, is currently missing from this picture that was here. And I would assume that um, because these people here in, in this area are probably good friends with the victims, given their close proximity of where their residence lives, uh, that they probably sent those files to the Gonzalez family. And that may be the footage that they've seen. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, if I were to pull up the images from Google Earth, if we look at this, uh, let's say this camera's facing this direction. If allegedly Brian Koberger, who committed this, is alleged to have committed this crime, we suspect that at four oh at four oh five, when he does his turnaround here, he comes back as the PCA says, and then he does a uh, th attempt to do a three point turn or an unsuccessful park, then comes down over here, turns around, and it doesn't say what he does. My suspicion is is that he comes around the back, which is why at four oh seven, close to four oh eight, we see a vehicle circle the apartment complex again. And he's parking back here. I don't think a camera right here will give you an, a visual of anybody walking through the back area. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for instance, let me hit the measure button so it'll... If the camera was right here, and this is a direct sight, it's not going to pick up anybody... As you can see, it won't pick up where. Let me remove this. Thank you, Mikey, for your five dollars super chat. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear you. I got one that was really zoomed in, but it's, it's hard to see. So if we were to look, see, so you see the line blue that this uh, is casting. Yeah. All right. So if we were to pull it out further, right, this is the visual of where what it could see. Right, it'll stop right there. And that's where it would hit the house, right? So this is the, uh, you can't see back here. You wouldn't be able to see anybody 
And I don't think you would if 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 the person who committed this crime parked between this line here and this line there. So anywhere between here. Yeah. Along this street, this camera is not picking it up and it's not picking up whoever committed this crime going in through the backyard. Yeah. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, because the house is in front of it, so they want to be able to see. Right, exactly. Exactly. And so, in my opinion, I think that uh, this probably is the, the camera. It's also been stated that this camera is the one that captured... Uh, hey, welcome on. Welcome on. That this camera was the one that was... Um, they captured the noise, the thud, the the dog barking and everything else that uh, can be uh, speculated to have occurred around between 4.04 and 4.20 in the morning. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to read some of these questions. Do you think that this is enough camera footage in the area, Big Blue? Is this enough? Are these enough angles to tell you that that white vehicle is the uh, vehicle that is suspected to have committed this crime? I want to say if they were working and there is footage, that's quite a bit of camera footage for them to be able to get an idea of what kind of car it was. And of course, they they didn't get a plate number because they would have been able to track them down a lot quicker. So they got a rough idea of what what um, probably make of car it was, and then the model, but not the year. Remember, they were confused about the year. I don't think yeah. it was until they got his 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 DNA and found out what type of car he drove is when they started really tracking down that type of his car. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Did you see this? I don't know if you were you were on when we were talking about that. So. Uh, but last time me and Blue were talking about how uh, Enan Harsh had come out on Lena's channel in Truth and Transparency. And he had stated when they were driving up this area that he had seen a white Elantra parked back here mm-hmm. a couple of times. And that um, he knew it was an Elantra or it caught his eye because his ex-girlfriend drove an Elantra and he thought maybe it was his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember um, it caught her, caught her off guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check this out. Check this out. The... I don't. I don't. I'm not saying that this is a white Elantra park there at that time or whatever. Yeah. Apparently, in the in the probable cause affidavit, it says, but I, you know, at odd hours of night and day. So uh, it's unlikely that this is the vehicle. But <laughs> I just thought I'd throw it out there. There's a white vehicle that's parked out here, um, right where uh, it'd be out of view of that camera. That's for sure. Yeah, that's on that's on top of the hill, right? Yeah, that's on top of the hill. Mm-hmm. <sighs> It's insane, dude, because like that area doesn't look very big. Like, yeah, and, and you know, if you, you you would think that if anybody was gonna go to that specific house, they would go through the through the backward. Like, it won't, there's not an, a lot of like lights or you know even cameras instead of through the front, right? So you you yeah, I would think they'll park up here somewhere in the woods or you know travel down that that side and make a quick entry from the woods to the sliding door yeah and the other thing is too like i'm assuming that if he did come around here 12 times that he would have been aware of where the cameras were uh, but look at how steep that is though mm-hmm. and, and plus at that time it was snow right 
There was no. a little bit of snow in the yeah. There was a little bit of snow in the ground. We found a uh, an article that showed that there was a little bit of snow, and right here under this coverage, I would have assumed that there would have been snow. Where there was snow at, where like for instance, you can see the snow back there, but where the snow was at um, that first day or whatever was going to be in the spots that are in the shade, spots that are up higher in elevation. Yeah. Um, the spots like for instance the Banfield that's wide open. Where during the day the sun can go over and like heat it up or melt it down, it's not going to be there. But I mean, there's a good chance if this is day one, which I don't know if this is day one or not, or if this is the next day before it snowed. It doesn't appear like there's a lot of snow out here on the side of there. But I would have assumed if there was snow back there, that in this area where it's there's a lot of tree coverage and it's dark, that there would probably be something. Uh, But yeah, but it is it is steep and it, it was freezing that night. So if there was any like dew or moisture on the ground, it would have been slick. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I've fallen plenty of times, but then again, my knees are all jacked up. So yeah, <laughs> and my ankles they're all jacked <laughs> up. So I I can I can fall during you know during spring when it's uh, nice and hot outside. You see, I think if he would have came through the back. I mean, maybe put on the booties before he went in, but they would have had tracks of him going in the house. But but putting booties on out there where it looked like it was a little bit wet. I got some videos and stuff. The ground looks moist. It looks like there's dew on the ground. Uh, those those booties, you lose the the traction of the tread of your of your shoes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he probably put them on before he went in, and he wouldn't leave any traces of of him stepping through the oh, house. Sure. That's true. That, that that could be why there's no muddy footprints going through the house. He put the booties on. That, that's absolutely true. If there isn't any muddy footprints, and it's suspected that he walked through here, and you don't see like a spot where he's, um, you know, cleaning his feet outside of that outside of that sliding glass door, and there you would suspect that maybe he did put something over his shoes uh, yeah. to to not show his you know, shoe size or shoe print. Which if he did do that, then um, how do you feel about that van's shoe print that was used in the probable cause affidavit to corroborate Dylan's th- statement that the alleged killer walked out the back of the sliding glass door? So I don't think uh, they, they they put it on there that it could be his shoe, but they haven't said, oh, we found the matching shoe at his house. You know what I mean? The matching yeah. print. And we don't know what size they found and what size he is yet. Yeah, I think uh, I don't think they're um, saying that that footprint itself is what is determining which way he exited. I think they're just going by what you know Dylan said. You know what I mean? Yeah, Not right. so much of the footprint itself because you know they're even saying that they might be from earlier, before the the, the incident. Yeah, one hundred percent. And as you can see, the snow does find its way down there. You know, I was thinking maybe if there's too much tree coverage, maybe perhaps snow won't get there, but it, it does get there. Can you go so back this, to the cam to that to the other picture? This one? Oh, okay, never mind. Okay. I thought it was a camera right there, but no, that's something else. I think it was part of the bush. Back yeah. here. Oh yeah. I don't know what that is. I thought it was I don't know what is that? Is that is that this big motor? Oh, right here? 
Yeah, is it, that's that. Like yeah, a, what is that? What is bush? It? Like a raccoon? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah, looks like a bear. It's a ghillie suit. Yeah, I was gonna say it's somebody in a ghillie suit. <laughs> right? That's what it looks like. It does look kind of weird, man. Yeah, it's probably just some brush or a bush. Yeah, dress. don't don't start any rumors, Hyman. People are gonna say that. I know, right? <laughs> You're starting rumors, Hyman. You're starting it's rumors. A, it's a trash panda. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay. gonna, it's gonna be a crazy rumor. Guardians of the Galaxy was recorded there. They saw they found the trash panda. <laughs> so as you can see, like somebody walking back here, if there was a camera in that area, it, it would not have picked up anybody back here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Interesting. So we're at the halfway point. Uh on Fridays, you know how we do things here. Um we do half of the show is regular. The uh, the second half is members only. And so, um, well, just a, just a live chat is members only. Uh, everybody can still watch. That's just, well, there it is. All right. So <clears throat> now that we got that taken care of, we had an interview today, or I had an interview today with Claire Mack. She is the person who is um she's gotten some of the uh she received some of the footage from who she claims is the source and this footage here it says 19 minutes but we really didn't have that long of an interview uh, about she was having some internet connections uh, issues and so we didn't get an opportunity to finish but she did send me some screenshots of some stuff and i'll be able to talk to you about those things um she asked me not to share them because there is some private information that's on there but did say that i could share what i see and read them out loud so i'll be doing that but she uh kind of wanted to clear up what she knows about the linda lane footage why it was released why um why um the whole nine yards so without further ado let's watch it and then i'll pause it and we'll talk about it all righty claire well i've hit the record button um let's let's start off I do want to emphasize that she is somebody that is from Scotland, so she might be a little bit hard to understand uh, at the beginning. Uh, when did when did you re get word of that this footage was out there? Um, I think it was like the start of July. And the start of July is when you were informed that it was available. How did you find out that it was available? Like some random came to my inbox and was like, I've got footage from Wonder Lane and I was really interested because obviously anybody would be. <laughs> right, right. And that was the um, Right. And that was the um information saying that they had this footage. So you, do you guys are you guys able to understand her? Do you need me to clarify what she's saying? I mean, I can understand her quite a bit, but I, I, I also mumble, so I, I, I kind of come so professional she, at it. Right. What she had said was that somebody had reached out to her. Um, she's on a, she's part of a Reddit, and that she does not know who that person is, and had basically told her that 
um, they had this footage and asked if she was interested in, in having it and to spread out some information. Uh, let's continue. You, you didn't yeah. know the person who, you don't know the person who um, had the footage that messaged you, correct? Absolutely not, yep. All right, so, but you've come to talk with this person since then, right? Yes. And she does not deserve the backlash that she's actually getting. Right. And so what she said was that the uh, person who had the, the footage originally doesn't deserve the backlashing that she's getting. Mm-hmm. I, I know it, it's kind of hard to understand. Um, fortunately, I had some screenshots and uh, of some messages and stuff, so I, I kind of understood what she was trying to say, and so I knew what she was talking about. No, no, I understand. I understand. And so how did she tell you she came about the footage? Oh no. Stop. So this is one of the parts where she the internet crapped out. So it, it it's it's just me there for a while. As you can see, there's nothing going on. So she probably had a big bruise connection. I think she did. She dropped out trying to put on the green screen. Yay. <laughs> there you are. I'm glad you were able it's to come back. <laughs> Somehow we've seen it was blocked, but. Huh. That's weird. Well, I'm, I'm glad you were able to get back on. So um, where were we? I think I asked you. So you weren't aware of who this person was. Uh, they had messaged. Told. Right. They messaged you. Uh, trying to get in touch with you. Did they say why they messaged you specifically? Mm, no, they said to like, when I got the link for this fucking footage, right? Sorry for my swearing. I'm Scottish, it just happens. <laughs> but when I got the link for this, there was like loads of people before me. Like, that actually got this link. There was like Steve, um, Sloofy. Veritas, like loads of people before me, and they just said that they got the footage from the Linda Cams and wanted me to share it. So, so obliged. Did those? Are the, I'll be honest, I didn't understand that last part. I don't think I understood that part uh, during the conversation. Did y'all pick that up? I need to replay that. Uh, that some of the other, I guess, uh, podcasters have also got the footage. Right, I understood that part. There was other podcasters. She also mentioned um, Anne, which is the uh, defend defend uh, the attorney for the defendant. Uh, she mentioned Steve, which I'm assuming is Steve Gonzalez. I've not spo- I've not spoken to any of the Gonzalez uh, family members referencing uh, this incident. I've not asked them um, if they are aware of anything. So just want to put that out there. But she threw that out there that Steve apparently had it. I didn't hear that last word she said. I, I didn't understand what she said, but let me try it again. Somebody said to put on closed captions. Veritas. I don't know if we can. Well, I'd have to put in the captions. I'd have to type out what she's saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's my, it's for, uh, I, I clicked the closed captions and it says it's unavailable. Uh, thank you. So, uh, I apologize. Trust me. I wish, I wish I could have, but. It doesn't. And that was one of the things that she was worried about also coming live was that people weren't going to be able to understand her. But I'm going to go through the text messages and the emails and everything else that she has sent me uh, that kind of paints a picture 
of what occurred from this person's point of view, so to speak. Uh, yeah, let's go. Like loads of people before me, and they just said that they got the footage from the undercams and wanted me. They got the footage from the undercoms. Is that what I? What you guys heard? That's what I thought. I heard undercams. Yeah. Go back. Then wanted me to share it. So. So obliged. Like loads of people before me, and they just said that they got the footage from the undercams and wanted me to share it. So. So obliged. Did those other people that got it? Um, before you did they get it from the same yeah uh, same source yeah okay now um she's willing to talk to you but gotcha and what what did she say was the reason why she had the video like she bought it she was intrigued and she thought like the murders happened at 1 a.m and just like really wanted that footage out there to prove that Right. So <clears throat> did she tell you how she became aware of the footage being available? No, she just messaged the guy and he was like, fine, yeah, <laughs> basically. So just to kind of clarify, she messaged. Um, she was, messaged Kane and Kane was willing to give her it. The owner of the, uh, the apartment. Linda Lane, yep. Okay. So she messaged him and just on a whim asked if he had this available or was he advertising it for sale or something? No, he wasn't advertising it. She just like asked him and he said. Okay, so yeah. it was just on a whim. Just, hey, do you, you know, did she know he had cameras? Well, obviously, because it was on Google and everything. Right. Like he spoke out. He said he had cameras. You know, oh, okay, okay. So, I mean, there's there's the possibility that you know, she was probably referring to the ones that everybody was aware of that pointed out on Linda Lane and just so happened to get the one pointing also back into that parking lot. Um, yeah. That sounds, based on the information that you guys have sent me and, and the pictures, I think that's kind of the idea that I've gotten from that. Uh, now, what was... Did she say what her intent was with the footage? Was it to, um, you know, create a channel? Was it to notify people? No, I'm not what was the intent of it? What was the intent behind it? To be fair, like, the people that had it before me was, like, Ann Taylor, Steve. All of them had it before me. So. Gotcha. I didn't have any, like, bad intentions. If I'm honest with you. No, no, I understand that. But what was the intention to give the... Did she tell you what the intention was behind giving you the footage? Well, she actually like thought the murders happened at 1 a.m. And she wanted people to hear it. Oh, so she was just trying to uh, spread the information out. Yeah, basically. Okay. Now, she's claiming, and I've seen your emails um or the email for the uh not your emails but i saw the screenshot of the uh of the pay for the venmo for the uh the footage um do you know how much she she paid for that footage 
$1,000 or whatever it is in your currency. <laughs> All right, we'll pause it real quick so we can kind of discuss what we've heard. Um, she's claiming that her friend or somebody that reached out to her uh, basically had contacted the apartment complex um, building owner and asked them if they had footage and if they would be willing to part ways with it. Mm-hmm. During that discussion, uh, the agreement of $1,000 for said footage was agreed upon. Now, they sent me a Venmo receipt from Kane or to Kane for a thousand. Uh, it doesn't say how much, but it's that it was received and an email from Kane responding saying uh, the Google information is there. So I actually saw this payment. Now, Kane is claiming from what um, Claire has said was that um, Kane is claiming that it's stolen. Well, there's an easy way to fix this or figure out if somebody's lying or not. There's been a monetary value attributed to the footage of $1,000, you know? So if it was stolen, you have a monetary value, then report it stolen, mm-hmm. right? Now, if Kane goes, if he refuses to report it stolen, then it's possibly because he knows that there is evidence of payment, yeah. which would then, you know, he would fall under, um, you know, false report to a police officer and could end up, you know, going to jail himself for it. So I think that's a pretty simple solution. Like, I don't know if who's lying or who's not lying. And I'm not going to get in the middle of that. You know, my information or what I wanted to do was figure out, you know, why was this information being put out there? Who got it and those things. And if Kane is watching, I would recommend, I would encourage you, if somebody stole something from you, to go report that to the police department. There's a monetary value attributed to the footage. Just be advised that if there is some sort of um, proof of payment for said footage and you go into the police department and, and claim that it was stolen and you're lying, then these folks here can then press charges against you for a false report against them. So, you know, to me, I think that would be the most simplest way to figure out whether or not somebody's lying or not is go file a report. Does that make sense? I mean, what do you guys think about that? Oh, man. I mean, it's it's a tough situation, man. I mean, I mean, what, what does that video actually have? You know what I mean? It's so much importance to it, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, the, the, what it does show is a vehicle around the time that the incident occurs. But it, you're right. It doesn't really show anything. It doesn't show the person. It doesn't show the house. It doesn't show. You can't hear anything. We've amplified, the, you know, at 417 when you're supposed to hear the dog barking. Yeah. You can't hear the dog barking. And so all the other noise that you you might hear, if you can't hear the dog barking when you know it's supposed to be barking, then that means that the other noise in the neighborhood is probably, or the other noises you're hearing are just noises from the neighborhood. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? No, so, yeah. yeah, there's there's not much there. Now, from what I understand is that, and, and we go into it a little bit further, is that the person who bought the footage uh, listened to it and, and thought she heard something around one o'clock. And she was trying to get this information out there because she thought that the incident actually had occurred at one. Now, based on the information that we know, based on the uh, cam footage that's out there at the uh, truck stop or the tr- grub truck and at the corner club and, yeah. you know, all this other information about where Zana and Ethan were, it is yeah. highly unlikely, if not impossible, for this crime to have committed been committed before one o'clock or, or oh, yeah. two o'clock. 
I mean, they still have, or the Zana was on TikTok, doing TikToks, right? Or right. she was viewing TikToks, but they still have her on her phone at a certain time on TikTok. Right. Right, exactly. And so, you know, I'm not saying, and, and this is what I explained to Claire as well, just because somebody thinks that they heard something and it doesn't mean that they're automatically right or, or any of those things. There could have been a noise at night. We've heard a lot of footage from that area late at night, whether it's from body cams or whether it's from YouTubers that are doing boots on the ground, uh, journalistic type of reporting that are out there and putting a camera on and a microphone in the air uh, in the middle of the night. And you can hear the parties that are going on in the area. You can hear the screams and the yells and and it's just what you would assume to be party like. And so there's been a, there was actually at one point where a YouTuber and I can't remember who it was, went out there at night and you know, was showing what you could hear from the parties and you could hear screams and yells. And I kind of understood in that moment what Enan Harsh had said when he stated that he had heard a yell at four o'clock in the morning, but he thought it could have been just party goers yelling because, you know, if you're not from that area, you know, just listening from the, um, you know, through the speakers of that YouTuber, what's going on in the area, you would might, you may have thought that there was a disturbance and, and that wasn't the case. It's just, you know, guys grunting and being guys because they're trying to, you know, attract the opposite, you know, females or whatever. And, you know, being loud and, and, and party goers being party goers. So that's that's what a lot of that was. Your mic muffled a little bit, but it's clearing up. So you know, I asked I asked people there. about it and on the replay, it doesn't it doesn't muffle here on, on the replay. It only muffles, I guess, to you guys. So I'm not sure what's going on. Okay. Well, that's good. As long as they can hear you. Yeah, I always see. I always see in the I, chat you're muffled. That's how I'm like, okay. Yeah. Not today. Yeah, one hundred percent. Sonia D, which is gonna, she's gonna be on our show on, on, uh, on Monday. Um, we look forward to that. We, we can't wait for you to come on the show so we can get your perspective as well. She says, I think the road cooks of these of this Linda Lane are trying to cover their tracks and using Claire to do that. I'm not sure. I mean, I, like I said, I got some information, some screenshots. Well, let's finish this out and then I'll, I'll kind of comment over the screenshots that I have and uh, the messages that went back and forth between different people and, and what's being said. Uh, I, okay. I do want to say uh, you'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, you, can't, you can't do any worse than me. Just that way. <laughs> or, or me. <laughs> We've all embarrassed ourselves many a times on the show. It's all good. I'm still <laughs> I'm still doing. I'm still embarrassing myself. Time out. Yeah, I never stop. I'm no quitter. Yeah, I like. I fall asleep with pizza in my hand on the show. Oh, um, dude, that's that's not the worst. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like mild compared the, to what the you shotguns were the worst. Yeah, no, I think the, the not making it a whole show and I had to slam my computer closed because yeah, I would have seen some some beautiful colors coming out of my. Uh, esophagus. Uh, we don't want them. We don't. We don't need enough. We don't need that picture. But all right, let's, <laughs> let's continue. It's quite a bit. That is quite a yeah. bit. Yeah. And so apparently there are some rumors that have been going around saying that uh, Kane allegedly is because I, I don't know anything about the situation as far as what Kane is saying, uh, but. You know, from, from some of the screenshots that I've gotten, uh, it sounds like Kane is alleging that maybe perhaps the footage was stolen, not not necessarily sold, 
Uh, do, do you have like a, a comment for that? Like, um, what, what oh, are your definitely. thoughts on that? Use your logical thinking. Do you believe that a man is going to show a random the footage and she's hacked him or he sold it? Come on. Right. So apparently what Kane is claiming is that he gave access to some random person his footage and they stole it from him, which on the surface, if that's true, which I don't know if that's true or not, but it doesn't sound logical. You know, you have you have one person claiming they bought it and another person saying, no, they stole it. And you ask them, how did they get it? Well, I gave them access to my my software virtually and they downloaded it. I'm not going to lie. That doesn't sound logical. I'll be honest. It doesn't. It sounds like somebody maybe sold this. And here's the thing. And this is a question. And I'm not sure. I think I may have asked Claire. I don't remember now, but. Um, and I'll, but I'll ask you guys here now, what do you, what do you think this guy would have thought? Let's just say what she is saying is true, which I have no idea if it is or not. I want to emphasize that again. In fact, let me, uh, let me uh, do this too while I'm at it. I have <laughs> no idea if this person is telling me the truth or not. Right. I don't know this person, this person, you know, emailed me. A while ago, uh, referencing uh, the Linda Lane footage, and I thought it was—I thought I was being trolled on, honestly, until I got pieces of the three to four a.m. before it was released out. When I saw that happen, then I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, this might be real. This person might be real." Wait, welcome to the uh, the social club, uh, Budford. We appreciate you. Love your theory. And so, I, and well, I emphasize on this right here, that word right there. Disclaimer. Yeah, <laughs> this is our opinions. <laughs> only opinions, only opinions. Uh, but what do you think would happen if you were, if you were, if you were Kane, right? And somebody was willing to pay you a thousand dollars for some footage. What do you think that person's going to do with that footage? Exploit it. Yeah. Split. Wait, wait. wait. You think they're gonna they're gonna do what? Exploit the fu- the footage. Oh yeah, put it out there, sell it, make money off of it. You don't invest in that just to just to just to have it. That's an investment, and which was what I was trying to get at. And I, I don't think I got a fair answer to be honest with you guys. And I was trying to ask is like, what was this person's intent in buying the footage? Was she trying to create a YouTube channel? Was she trying to um, create a Twitter or something? Right. And I don't think I really got a fair answer to that. And, and unfortunately, the Internet craps out again uh, before the end of this interview. Uh, but um, I, I never got the answer to that. And that's one that I would really want to know. Let's continue. All right, so you think that. <laughs> so his Kane, according to Kane's theory, is that. Kane's uh, scared I, because everybody's messaging him, emailing him. Texting him, showing up. Of course, he's got to backtrack. Right. You've already, you've seen the emails to the transactions. Right. Amber's willing to show you personally the transaction. I mean, he didn't think it was gonna. I mean, what did he think was gonna happen with the? Do you know what he thought was gonna happen? With I the have no idea. 
because I mean, it, it getting out, I mean, it was going to be traced back to his apartment complex, regardless of anything. Exactly. That's where it was located. Uh, that's kind of weird. And so, oh, um, you, you go ahead. What were you going to say? All you know is what? All I know is the footage landed in my inbox. And like anybody else, would be intrigued. And these people acting outraged and sharing it about would have took it anyway. So, I don't so <clears throat> Mandy Joe goes, please tell me she wrote a check. She did better. It was a Venmo. And so they have a, um, a screenshot of the transaction. The profile exists. I was able to look at that. I, I was not able to find the transaction on that profile. There was only two transactions. And I think on the day in question, uh, there was a transaction for a bagel, but you can hide certain transactions if you don't want them to be visual. Uh, from my understanding, do you guys use Venmo? Negative, I do not. Big Blue, does your only I... fans take Venmo? No, Cash App, man. Cash App, Cash App. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not familiar with Venmo that much. But apparently, they, they did send me some screenshots of a Venmo um, transaction. And Sonia D says, could it be Photoshop? Possibly. I don't know if it's real or not. Mm -hmm. That's why I encourage King to go file a police report if he believes that his footage was stolen. He has a monetary value of $1,000. I believe that is, in the state of Texas, that's a Class A misdemeanor, right? And so um, that's the highest form of misdemeanor that is there. It's punishable by, I think, two to four years and like a uh, $2,000 fine or something like that, if memory serves me correct if this would have occurred in the state of texas idaho could be different i don't know what the statute and the laws are there and things of that nature so drink by the way um it could be more it could be less but there's a monetary value there of a thousand dollars that's been attributed by the person who has the footage so if he thinks that it's been stolen go file a police report if he doesn't file a police report that leads me to believe that more than likely or not that this footage was was actually sold because if somebody stole something from you that's worth at minimum a thousand, I mean we can we can look at the actual value of this by taking all of the YouTube creators that had put out the video, right? And see how many views that those videos gathered on their own, contribute it up and see how much money was made by all the YouTubers that used that video and put that monetary gain on that one single video. And I guarantee you that's a felony theft guarantee you so there's ways you can mm. articulate this theft mm. and bring charges against somebody that you believe stole something from you. Yeah. if we don't see that happen then i mean it's not saying that it wasn't stolen but the likelihood of it being stolen is my opinion and my thoughts and my speculation is that it was probably sold yeah i mean i'll be honest man thousand bucks pretty cheap well I mean, I it depends got, on who you I would have tried to get. I would have tried to get more shit, especially so, uh, a high-profile case for the yeah, cash order so, in place too. So, what if what? the the other theory is? I only say cash though. I mean, no, no. no. <laughs> what if um, what is uh the other like the original guy sold to him sold to somebody else? What if what? You know the 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 original the owner of the apartments that had the footage originally, he had his do right duty to give it to the police, 
and he and uh he sold apparently he his. did so apparently from my understanding was that this person put aside the footage uh to put on a dvd right this was the story that i got that this uh this person put a put this footage to the side to put it on a dvd for the police and then uh decided to just give them access um to their dvr system for the security system um, virtually and that the police ended up downloading the footage from the system directly, but he had already put aside and downloaded this footage to give to the police department. And, um, and so he had this already to the side and this is a copy of that is what he sold. So the police yeah. do have this according to the screenshots and the documents that I have. Yeah. And who owns the complex is Kane, the guy that is acute, uh, that is stating, is um that the uh, information was stolen allegedly i don't know if he's actually claiming that i've not seen that so you know i've heard other creators say and i've heard folks in the live chat say uh or put in there that he's claiming that it was stolen i i don't i've never spoken to kane i've never talked to him i don't know him uh, i don't know if that's exactly that's um, what for him what's going on it uh it's probably better for him to say that it is stolen. Yeah. Because if it gets tracked that he sold it, you know what I mean? That's, uh, sometimes, you know, I, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to get to is sometimes you can't sell the video footage of an ongoing case and not get prosecuted for tampering with evidence. That's what I'm trying to get to. So if he says, oh, somebody stole it, hacked my server, I had no control of it and you know maybe he won't get in trouble maybe i mean you know that's 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 what claire's thoughts are is that kane is scared about it mm -hmm. you yeah. know what i'm saying which which i understand why yeah. um i mean there's a gag order in this case he can be held in contempt there's a lot of things that could go wrong mm -hmm. here maybe that's why some of the bigger networks didn't want to touch it that's why I wouldn't accept the a thousand. Okay. It's too much risk for a thousand bucks. It is a lot of risk for a thousand bucks, but you know it could save his ass because if he ended up just selling it for a thousand dollars, that's a misdemeanor. Mm -hmm. If he True. sold it for more, I don't know. I mean, the monetary gain on there. I mean, I don't. I'm not sure how the law would work in that instance. That sounds more civil, uh, in my opinion. You know, had he sold it and, you know, the court said no and, you know, he's violating that court order. I'm not sure how that would work. Right. But yeah. I, I wonder, I wonder if it would make a difference if he sold it for more. No, yeah. And, and, uh, I always take cash. No, <laughs> <laughs> you would think people would know, man. But yeah. yeah, this supposedly, I mean, like I said, I saw this Venmo screenshot. So it is what it is. Uh, I wouldn't even take my sock off for 1K. <laughs> Blue's done a lot less for like 50, 50 <laughs> bucks, a lot more for a lot less. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, that was between me and that other person behind the <laughs> troll stop. That was three, that, that was three socks. <laughs> three socks. Uh, well, let's uh, let's finish this out and then I'll go into the screenshots. I don't even know what the fucking problem is. And these people are getting outraged and sharing it about would have took it anyway, so I don't even know what the fucking problem is. Right. 
So, um, <clears throat> no, I understand. So I know that some folks were saying that this footage maybe perhaps shouldn't be out there. Um, and that wasn't what its intention was, yeah, but, but from your knowledge, that's not, week, that's not true, correct? They spent the last week fucking going over it and over it and over it and talking shit for like five hours a day about it, so can't right. say nothing. Right. Do, to, to your knowledge, uh, has any of the footage been altered, whether something visually or sound-wise, audibly? Like up until the point where um, it got to you. Like obviously once it was out there on the internet, who knows, there was a lot of enhancements. Anybody could have put anything at that point. But like, for instance, the uh, I think there's a Power Puffs um, YouTube channel that has these uh, the, the footage out there. To your knowledge, is that footage altered um, by no. any means, audibly? No, the Power Puffs actually share like the edited version. It's just the full version. Boring as it is, don't look if you don't want to see it, but that's basically the full versions, unedited, unaltered, and there you go. <laughs> right, so the, the Powerpuff, the unenhanced versions that are on there are the unedited, for sure. Like, like what you see is what you get. There's nothing added in there. Now, oh, uh, of course. Gotcha. You, you had mentioned that... Um, so I believe that the, the uh, power puffs, and I'll show it to you guys real quick. Uh, channel has the um, it's part, it does the Linda the, the Linda Lane footage, and it's from um, what Claire has. First, I was like power puff girls, man, that shows old. That's that's a good show. I kind of want that. It's this. It's it's this channel here. It's 238 subs. Um, it has the uh, Linda Lane footage. I believe this is Claire's channel. Could be wrong, but I was told early early in this. Hey, look! It turned color, and you could see the dang license plate there. I just picked that up. So. If there's no light there and it doesn't turn color, it's going to be very difficult. Where was that car? Where did it go? I randomly put it on there. Right there. Yeah, somewhere around here. And what's the channel name? The channel name is Power Puffs. It is uh, Power Puffs. Yeah, there's a Mojo Jojo, a Blossom. Damn, I forgot the other names. I don't think I've seen this one. This is at twelve thirty. I don't see. I don't. I don't subscribe to like something happening at 12 o'clock like like what i don't think i've seen this footage this it says 12 30. Uh, there's some people that this yeah. is a person that gets off bubbles <laughs> yeah, it's 
Looks like he's on the phone. He or she is on the phone. Looks like they're. Oh, they hit something there. We can't forget Professor X. It looks like they're climbing up this staircase. And then this vehicle leaves. I don't understand. Like, like, like this has nothing to do with the case. You know what I mean? I was hoping that they would get. Uh, the cutter did jump on there for there it is right there. See that so car was great. On, that is a great car. Is that an Elantra? That's a freaking Elantra, dude. <laughs> you can tell right now they're in the dam and the the when the when it turns into a, a, a color. That's definitely I think an Elantra. I can't tell. Uh, to me, it looks like a Volkswagen Jetta. This thing? Nah, that's not a Jetta, man. You can see the. You see the. I wish I could zoom in on this, but you can see the uh, the headlight going over the the wheel. You can see the uh, that this is probably one of the more generic ones because the um, one it doesn't have a fin on the top, right? For the uh, the satellite radio, and right here it doesn't have a fog light. So this is probably one of the uh, lower class model. Looks like it also has HUD caps. Yeah, but to me, the fender doesn't match in a launcher. It's got too much of a, like a lip on that fender. But I don't know. Maybe. But you can see the license plate, sort of. You can kind of read it here. But unless it's in color, you at night, the reflection is too bright. But yeah, this is the channel that I, I suspect. It has all the, uh, the footage. Um, and I don't know if any of it's enhanced, but it... it just it's all the uh, the footage there. All right, well, let's finish this up. There's only like two minutes left. Gotcha. That Amber thought she heard something, you know, around one o'clock, and you know that was one of the things that she wanted to uh, get out there. Is that accurate? That's kind of what I was getting a job yeah. out of. All right, so it's not something that I'm she was told or anything. Intentions. Right, it wasn't anything she was told. It was something that she reviewed the footage and heard something yeah, and, and she thought maybe, yeah, that it could be associated. Not that it is associated, just that she thinks it could be. Yeah, that's why all the videos are seen allegedly because who knows? Right, I mean, there's a lot of, it, it's a party place. It's, it's called Greek Row, not Greek House. And that's one thing that you know, I try to explain is that there are, many houses in that area that are are for students and and on a saturday night after a football game um around the time that the bars close you would expect to hear some things you know um yelling partying you know things that would be associated with the area in fact um there's been several creators who have gone out there at night and just kind of turned on a microphone and you can hear screams and yells and stuff and so it's it's not uncommon for that area. Um, let me see. So, is there anything you want to add to this, uh, Claire? Like, uh, do you have any comments or any any statements for anyone who's questioning the, the the footage and why it's out there? 
So she doesn't ever answer. I have it playing right now. Um, it drops off here in a second. Boom. Oh. Dropped off again. And that was the end of it. We never did get her back on. And so um, she was having too much internet issues. Hang on a second. I haven't had to jump off real quick, y'all, just to give you guys a heads up. But uh, everything's all right. All right, so let's talk about some of these screenshots that I have. I have one that says... I mean, all right, so it says the person's name. I have the files ready to be shared on Google Drive. This is all the footage that I have. It includes footage of Taylor Street from Linda Lane, referred to as LL4 dumpster in file names and video titles from 1122, 11-12-22 at 2316 through 11-13-22 at 0659. There's about a 30-minute gap from 0330 to 4 or 04 o'clock between 3.30 in the morning and 4 o'clock, which is when we had a nightly um, Wi-Fi reset occur. Uh, there is also some additional footage from another camera referred to as LL1-1330 parking from 11-12-22, uh, 11 11-59 through 11-13-22-06-59, which is included mainly for the audio. That camera is located about 220 feet from the King residence. One thing to note on the dumpster video is that there are some larger files which generally cover the entire hour. Some are shorter, such as when the Wi-Fi was being reset, while other shorter files are what was captured and motion was detected. There is overlap between these. Originally, law enforcement only requested footage from 2 o'clock to 6 o'clock in the morning. I uploaded a little more than that for them, but then simply gave them remote access to our DVR system, which had footage going back 30 days. I assume they downloaded what they needed, but unfortunately, I never, I never saved any more than what I originally uploaded for them. If this sounds good for you, you can Venmo money to at, and there is the Venmo account that I'm not going to read or put out there. And then there is another email that states. Let me pull it up because these aren't in order. I got to find them. It's uh, from the Kane email on 62923. I received the Venmo transfer. Thank you. You should have received an email from the Google Drive at your Gmail account. And attached is a drive folder uh, with a link. And so that was the conversation between the person who purchased the uh, allegedly, I don't know how true or real this is. This could be from anybody, could be a fake email account, all those things. I've not spoken to Kane. Um, I don't know, you know, I don't even know if he's even told people that that's what happened. All right. But there is, there are these screenshots. Um, and apparently from what I understand, because there's some other conversation that's in here, was that at 131 on the Linda Lane footage, uh, this person who got this footage, thought that there was um, um, what she thought she heard Xana um, on the audio. But like like we mentioned, uh, we don't think that that's 
plausible, possible, or, or true. And so, um, but that was one of the things that she was trying to get out there was, was that, um, let's see. That was the conversation they had about coming on the show today. Cause they sent me a bunch of screenshots about a few things, including the conversation they had about coming on. Cause there's more than one person that I've spoken to. It's been Claire and it's been, um, I've spoken briefly with the person they call Amber, uh, through email, but not very much just two correspondents. And I had asked her, if she'd come on. She said she would, but didn't come on. Um, and then another person who was part of the Reddit group, um, she also had contacted me and gave me some information. And so I'm not going to get into the other creators and the drama that's going on between creators. That's not what we're about. Um, what we wanted to do is just kind of give um, this person who contacted me uh, a long time ago, um, around July 3rd, I want to say, and had sent me part of the 3 to 4 a.m. footage from Linda Lane that wasn't released yet. I actually went on a channel called Melissa Jade. I was in the live chat and I, uh, I wanted to explain to somebody, uh, proof document, that what I was getting was accurate as far as time goes. And so she was live that night before the footage was released and I informed them that I had gotten part of the footage uh, between 3 and 4 a.m. and that everybody would find what happens at 3.30 and 56 seconds. Uh, very interesting, which is the time where the white vehicle is seen the first time coming around, which corroborates with the um, probable cause affidavit that says at 3.29, a white vehicle can be seen entering the Queen King Road intersection. And so that's where all that, that's basically all that in a nutshell. Like I said, I'm not gonna go down the road of, but one creator is claiming over another creator and, and any other drama that is coming out of that. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I just want to say that out there that, um, that, you know, we're just trying to put out a good show, put out the facts. Other people are going to put out shows, even if they do fact checked or not. Uh, sometimes they might get wrong information or misleading information and they go on because they think it's good information and it bites them in the butt. You know, so, yeah. but, you know, I, I always say this, they have their show, we have ours, but we want out there, they put what they want out there. If, you know, people like it, people don't like it. So. Yeah, 100%. I mean, like I said, we aren't, we don't get involved in any of the other drama. We don't talk negatively about any other creators, even if those cre even if there's some creators that have talked negatively about us. You know, our, our focus when it comes to our channel is the content. You know, the we think that you guys that come and watch watch us because of the content that we're talking about, not because you know the creators or other creators or things of that nature. So we try to keep yeah. it just based on that. And second of all, I don't want to get mixed up in anybody else's drama. I, I got out of high school a long time ago. <laughs> you know? uh, I left high school drama there. So, um, you know, I, I don't want to get involved in anybody's stuff. So, you know, I'm not going to go into what this person said or what that creator may have said or, or any of those things. 
Um, they have their platforms. Um, if they feel that they want to explain themselves in one way or another, they can do so on those platforms. Drama free zone. Yep. 100%. Thank you, Mikey. We appreciate you coming in with the $5 super chat. So, big glitch. Put it all in a. <laughs> I went to college, but I went to spring break. I actually, well, I did go to college. I just didn't finish. <laughs> but I didn't. I went way more. Uh, to way more spring breaks than I ever attended college. That's for, that's for sure. That's yeah. For sure. Um, but what do you think? First and foremost, what are your thoughts on the cameras in the area? Do you think there's sufficient cameras to identify the vehicle and to determine the time of the incident? I think there is. There's plenty of camera footage around, um, and we've seen parts of it. Uh, there is parts that we haven't seen. Like uh, this is only one little area, and you know, his. Uh, I'm pretty sure the the police have already mapped his way out of that neighborhood somehow, through maps, street corners, you know, public buildings. They're all going to have cameras on there, so there's got to be other footage that we don't know about because they don't have to show us. So it's, it's going to be out there. I mean, we, we know that the probable cause affidavit state that there's multiple pieces of footage that they were able to attribute. And we know that they're, at least of the Linda Lane footage, we know of the 1112 King Road footage. We know that there's footage on Ridge Road. We also know that there's footage on Walenta Drive because it states there on the PCA that he's going down at Walenta Drive at 4.20 a.m. Um, you know, with all that said, we just need to, you know, fill in the dots, fill in the space in between. And, uh, uh, you know, we'll figure that all out during during trial. But I, I, it sounds like based on what we're seeing here is they might be able to trace this guy's steps um, by videotape pretty, pretty easily. Now, no. I'll go ahead. Big Will. Let's say just like that case you sent to us earlier about the, the serial killer in, in Austin, right? Yeah. They were able they to caught, trace them down. They caught, dude, they've, they've arrested what three serial killers in the last couple of last week. There was last Rex week. Humerman, then there was the guy in Austin, and yep. uh, there's this new guy, I think, in like Reynosa or something like that in South Texas. Yeah, the border. Yeah, Reynosa's in the Mexico part, but yeah, I in Reynosa. Yeah, yeah, well, there was there's a guy that was going back and forth and committing crimes in both areas, and he just got caught. I think yeah. that. I think there's a good chance that the FBI might be just saying, F it, we're going to do this genealogical trace on everybody. Because I think that's what happened with Rex Humerman. Because if you go look at the probable cause affidavit and why they suspected him, they said because he had a, a first generation Chevy Avalanche. That is not enough information to look at somebody. Oh, hey, yeah. look, that guy got an avalanche. Let's go look at his entire life because... We think that that dude possibly could be the serial killer. That's bullcrap. They had to have done, they had the hairs, right? They had the hairs of the wife. They had yeah. the hairs of his hair. I guarantee you they did a genealogical deal. And because of this Brian Koberger case and how it's being affected because it was made not known that the FBI went out there and, and did this genealogical tree. Yeah. That's why it's not in there. And I think that it's probably not going to show up and we're going to see these probable cause affidavits on these cold cases uh, being brought up where 
they looked at somebody over something very minor and small, such as that guy drove a green avalanche or this guy had bushy eyebrows. Yeah, you know the guy in Austin, they, they uh, I guess they tracked him down because they saw his blue truck on a camera going through some of the streets downtown at the exact time and park, I guess, in that area where the bodies were found. So that's it. It's getting a lot. It's getting a lot more harder for them to get away with these crimes because there's cameras everywhere. Also, man, everything has a camera. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Everything yeah. has a camera. Every everybody gives DNA everywhere. Yeah. Um, and you know you can't control. Like for instance, you blue. You yourself can be somebody who says you know what I don't trust ancestry. I'm never going to do it. Blah blah blah. But you could have a second cousin that you don't even know about. It's like, hey, I want to try this. And yeah. boom, if you commit a crime, you're busted because of your second cousin. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got, I, like I was saying, people, I'm pretty sure because Brian worked at a school, um, most in Texas, school employees have to get, you know, go through an FBI background check and fingerprinted. You know, so he, all that stuff should have been on file. I don't think they do swabs. Like DNA swaps to keep on file, but the other thing I was gonna say is, uh, in the in the in the Colbert case, there can be other cameras that can be utilized that we don't know about yet. Or so I always remember, you know, you always see these these people say that. Like I had a friend of mine that got her car broken into, hmm. so she got so upset she went and spent like two hundred fifty dollars on some camera. That you put on your mirror that's motion detected it, it takes pictures of like anybody that gets into the car and then it takes a, a video camera of anything going around the car that it mo motion senses and it runs off you know a battery for a while off this cigarette lighter and it charges up for so long right people could have had that there too because there was a string of you know car burglaries there we don't know if any of those cameras are used that's true, man. That's true. It's going to be, man, I can't, I'm looking forward to, to this trial and figuring out the information and the evidence. You know, there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of speculation, a lot of theories in the Brian Koberger case. And you don't see that, for instance, in the Rex Humerman case. Rex Humerman looked at his lawyer, was crying, saying, I didn't do this. Right. Yeah. He showed more emotion, showed more you know, emphasis on his innocence than what Brian Koberger did. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't see a Rex Humerman love channel on Reddit or Facebook or YouTube yet. Yeah. You know, a lot of people were saying that, you know, if Brian Koberger was innocent, he'd be screaming, blah, 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 blah. Right. Well, this is a guy over here crying and it don't mm -hmm. look like he's innocent. I think that that Rex, that the, the evidence against Rex is huge. Yeah, now, it's a lot bigger. Well, they're more transparent. Do you think that if Moscow Police Department was more transparent about the evidence that they had against Koberger, uh, that there would be less speculation, less question? Yeah, I think so. But they're keeping it for the case. But here's the thing: Do you think that Rex Humerman is going to get a not going to get a fair trial because of all his information's out there? Well, that's the thing is, 
They well, what's your more, opinion on that? What, what, what I'm think, asking is like right now they, they put he, out there a lot of information about him. Do you yeah. think that he he's not going to get a fair trial because of it? It's going to be harder to say it can't be him because they already got so much information about him out there about you know the hair strands, the DNA on the pizza, the uh, you know I'm pretty sure uh, they, they you know they got him on the burner phones calling and taunting the family members and he, he can't say it's my, not my burner phone when he has his selfie pictures on there you know so there's a lot more evidence against him than there's against brian yeah well i mean that's transparent to us yes we, yeah we need to know but i mean they had some crazy evidence against against rex they have his you know, him buying burner phones and and linking those burner phones to uh, different chats and and in different areas and um, basically linking it back to the crime to different websites and things of that nature. Um, I just feel that that case is super strong, super yeah. strong, and I feel that there would be a lot less speculation if Moscow took a playbook out of out of what the uh, Long Island Police Department or Upstate New York Police Department in New Jersey. I'm not sure who's in charge yeah. of that investigation. But did but, they do they, did they really want to take, uh, you know, a page out of that playbook? It took them over 15 years to find. Well, it took them 15 them. years because it took it took it took technology and DNA 15 years to catch up. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying like. They caught Kohlberger in months compared to years. So I think they did a decent job. But they cut if they what if they if they use the same type of technology to catch Kohlberger and um, the Long Island serial killer, right? Let's just say that that's true. We don't know if that's true or not, but let's just say that that's true. Yeah. And that would probably lead us to believe that this is something that they're throwing out new, because they sounds like they've had the, these hairs for a while and could have done these tests a while years ago. ago. Yeah, right. Years ago. So this must sound like something that is occurring now. This is new. Right. And so if it's new, then that's probably why they didn't catch him. For instance, if they would if it would have taken five years for this technology to develop in DNA forensics starting now, then I don't think we would have Brian Koberger's name now. We would have Brian Koberger's name in what, 2028. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So and imagine the shock there, because by that point, he, he could have been something, you know, crazy as a Ph.D. in criminology and psych and, and, and whatnot. Yeah. But having and, that, I mean, I know they, they developed all these new studies and these new ways to find stuff, but maybe it, they just didn't send it out because it was on the back burner. Ah, we'll get to it later. And then they found that, hey, you know what? It worked over here in this case. Let's do it for this case. But imagine if if they held that evidence back and they could have ran it years ago and within those years he committed more crimes is the state of new york or long island uh they can they can probably get sued can't they they can do what i'm sorry i didn't catch that last like, because they they had the evidence to convict them and they never did because they never ran the test and he was able to come they say he committed two more murders while he was out free instead of the test being run would the state be liable because they never ran those tests? I don't know, man, because, you know, I was looking at some of the uh, standard operations and procedures when it comes to, you know, the FBI utilizing uh, D 
the genetic tree, and that is once all of traditional um, investigative uh, techniques have been exhausted. And so once that you've exhausted all of your investigative means of trying to figure out who committed the crime and you have no idea who committed this crime is the only time, according to the procedures, uh, that the FBI can then step in and say, all right, we'll look at the genetic tree. We'll see if we can align people based off of their family and 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 give you an arrow in which direction to look so that you can build your case. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it could be, but at the same time, it's like, all right, well, you know, law enforcement just has to come out and say, well, at that point, at that time, we were investigating him and we had not exhausted all of our means to be able to utilize this technology yet. And so yeah. I think that might end up being what is the, um, you know, the savior in that aspect. Yeah, I mean, it, there's a lot of stuff that I, I don't know about the DNA. I mean, DNA, it's because uh, somebody asked if we would do a show using interviews. Uh, I, I, I don't even know what, I don't know the interview. I would have to review it first and see what happened. Who's CC Moore? That's what I'm saying. I don't know who that is. We'll look into that, though. We, we recently had a forensic um, expert on the show um, talk to us, but she wasn't an expert in DNA, and that was one of the things that she had mentioned. Was she was not an expert in DNA. She's not a scientist. So maybe we'll look into that. We'll definitely look into that. Yeah, I mean, all this stuff interests us, so we look into it. Sometimes more than we should, but, hey, it gives us good insight. Yeah. No, yeah, 100%, 100%. Well, Blue, we're at the hour and a half range. I think it's about time we call it a show. Yeah. Um, I think it was a good one. We'll be back on Monday with uh, Sonia D. And she'll be on the show. We'll be talking more about the footage that's out there, including the uh, the footage from the 1112 King Road residents that showed that intersection of Queen and King. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you hit that notification button. Um, that way you're notified when we go live. You never know. We might do a Saturday show. We might do a Sunday show. Yeah. Sometimes we do those things. You won't know unless you, you subscribe. Yeah, we do early shows sometimes. So we will see. But thank you, everybody, for being on here. And thank you for all the super chats. And thank you for all the mods. Yep, 100%. Y'all have a good night. With that being said, we're out. Peace. Be safe out there.